0: And welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Duran, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, Oh Dear Weekly, and all subsidiaries there in 42 which With me, as always, on the One Podcast, where we talk about exclusively Derek Jeter. Uh, no, the one podcast where we talk about the things that would make your mother clutch her pearls and say, Oh dear, are my co-hosts, Brett Rabel, the Nick Whitmer.
1: Hello, (laughs) Derek Jeter, baby. Jeter. The Jeep man. man. You know, he's Uh, the, uh, chief executive officer of the Miami Marlins, right?
0: Is he? I don't, I Uh, don't know.
2: That's one fact about him that's not quite as interesting as a lot of the other ones. (laughs) What is the most
1: interesting fact then, Wimmer, about Derek fucking G? No, it's
2: just just funny to me. Like, you brought that up. Like, it was like, I don't know. It was like the way you had that fact ready as if, like, you're going to blow someone's mind with it. I no, find the, the most interesting fact about Derek Jeter is that he used to have care packages, like literally care, like baskets with signed autograph baseballs and like cologne or perfume <laughs> that he would sleep with a woman, one night stand it, make her sign an NDA, and then give her a gift basket.
0: <laughs> like, That's lovely.
2: He was just like he's just like we we both know what this is. We're not, none of us are going to get the impression yeah. that you're you know this is going to be something. You know, Dude, you're gonna have to him sign himself. a document and take this gift. Yeah. And then that there's no way after that you're gonna be like, ooh, he's my he might be my boyfriend.
1: Can I tell you what I think of that? What's that? Boring. Let's talk about him being the CEO of the Marlins. <laughs> yeah, one of the
2: worst <laughs> baseball teams in the league.
1: Um that's uh that's uh I that's amazing. I heard he also would have like a uh, like a limousine for them to take them back to wherever yep. they Yeah, classy, dude.
2: Totally classy.
1: I, I remember talking to like, like an authentic New Yorker about this and everyone was like, dude, he's so classy. He's so classy. It's like, no, he's not. He's just fucking worth $80 million so he can just yeah. have that shit happen. But there's a lot of guys
2: saying? who are worth $80 million who don't have like the, like the decency to be like, you're like, they like the, you know, like you treat a woman who you have a one night stand with really great until you come and then she's garbage to you. You <laughs> no, know what he, I mean? And like yeah, he had the dignity true. to be like, you know what? Here's a signed baseball that you can sell on eBay for $200 and a, and a limo home. <laughs> You're welcome. <Yeah. laughs> Not
1: me, man. If I get to eighty million and I have sex with a chick, I'm fucking throwing her shit out the window, bro. <laughs> I don't care if it's negative 12 degrees out. Sorry.
0: That's how he, uh, Proposes he just <laughs> he like gives his wife a, or his girlfriend a gift basket with a ring inside of it <laughs> instead of just memorabilia.
1: I, I gotta be honest, I think that's so fucking arrogant to go like, "What would you want? Of course, this <laughs> bobblehead of me." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that that, you
2: know. that is pretty – I, I granted the contents of the basket were never actually – because, I mean, everybody signed an NDA. So, like, who's going to leak that information? Mm-hmm. But uh, – so I don't know if the signed baseball was, like, literally, like, somebody – something somebody made up or that's literally something he gave them.
1: Right. But mm-hmm.
2: um, either way, funny.
1: <laughs> so you have to sign an NDA to bang – because he makes you pre-sign it, right? You – you go out to – I assume you either go out to dinner with him or you just are – I don't know. He meets you wherever he meets you. Right. And I guess, then, I don't know. how. I guess it depends on – it could be after. There's no way it's after because if you fuck after, he's like, oh, will you sign this NDA now? You're like, no. No, yeah.
0: I already got, <laughs> already got the goods.
1: I already yeah. saw your penis, Jeter.
2: But <laughs> the thing is though – like, that's assuming that the woman who was fucking him was, like, out to get him. Like, he probably right. had some sort of vetting process where he was fucking a girl who was down. And he just goes, all right, now that we did oh, this, I- this is my business. And then, by the way, if, she, if they go, no... I'm sure he could be like, well, I have lawyers and well, they can make your life miserable. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you don't get a gift basket then. <laughs> He's like – It's like <laughs> – even-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know who pays me? George Steinbrenner. He's got every high-powered <laughs> Jewish attorney on speed dial.
0: Well, you know, it's right. pretty presumptuous though to be like uh, – you know, you're you're finishing up dinner, and then be like, "All right, sign this." <laughs> She's like, "That's what, what I mean."
2: Yeah, I'm it's like, start, I, yo, I'm gonna start bringing
1: those to dates where I have yeah. with women where they're like, "Is he? <laughs> Dude, he has like a thousand followers on Twitter. Is he? Why is he acting?" <laughs> <laughs> and also to just
0: be like, "Sign this NDA, uh, so that after we sleep together, uh, you won't talk about it." She's like, "I'm sorry, I was I wasn't gonna sleep with you." Ah. Oh. <laughs> All right. (laughs) I guess we don't need it.
2: Well, that's the the thing. That's why it's dangerous to do it beforehand because then you look like the biggest dick ever. And then they could walk away going like, he asked me to sign an NDA after he bought me a cocktail. What a piece of shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? You kind of have to to wait to bang because there's nothing to talk about until you bang.
1: Well, you know, I wonder if he ever fucked up and he's like – Sign this NDA so that after we sleep together, you won't tell anyone about my micro penis. I mean, shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, sign an NDA for that too.
2: <laughs> it's like in the association, session. There's just lawyers hanging around all the time. Like, there's yeah. a scene where like he walks into a, you know, like a, a wedding or something, and he like yells at a waiter. And, like, mm. they have immediately three lawyers come and grab the waiter and, like, you have to sign this NDA and here's $10,000. <laughs> it's basically, like, you're not allowed to say shit about what happened here. Mm. And I think – I'm assuming that the creators of Secession got that from something. Like, that's not just a fabrication of art or whatever. Like, that's, like, right. what super rich people do.
1: Like, bonkers – like, uh, that's, like, loosely based off the Murdochs, right?
2: Right, like, right, hi- right. I'm sure
1: hyper-loosely, but – I mean, yeah, if you were worth $5 billion, you could just fucking scream at a waiter and be like, here's here's an amount of money that would change your life. And yeah. I, I don't even come close to betting an eye at it.
2: Right. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, uh, it's
1: intense, like how much mm. money rich people have like that. Mm-hmm. So get this about Jeter. The, the uh, he's currently forty seven years old, he's six foot three. And yeah. uh, third nipple. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say the uninteresting facts. So he's married to a woman named Hannah Jeter, mm. who uh, That's weird
2: he named a woman with the same last name as him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I
1: was just gonna say that's, what
2: a
0: coincidence.
1: <laughs> he married a sports illustrated swimsuit model, who would a thunk? yeah really wow. Well, here,
0: here's another thing that i wanted to bring up it's like the guys like dicaprio and jeter have a good reputation they're like womanizing guys but they have like a good reputation because they just are basically like out of the press like you know who they're dating kind of i guess but like for the most part they don't like like you don't really know that much about their character in terms of like they don't do a ton of interviews and if they do they're not right. they're just talking about baseball or the movie they're promoting at that point they're not like you know DiCaprio doesn't go like yeah man when I was growing up I used to surf and like he doesn't he doesn't do podcasts where he talks about himself right
1: I know nothing yeah. about him you're right exactly
0: he, so he does, he does nothing
2: he stars. does very little press and when he does a press he specifically just talks about the project
0: yeah uh, so you assume he, they're he like to- a classic guy because he's just like oh he's rich but he doesn't talk about He's not Kanye. But like, the thing yeah. is, like
2: him and him and right. the, what were the, that group, the Pussy Posse? Yeah. There's like a, there's stories about yeah. him and like Tobey Maguire in the like early 2000s.
1: Yeah. I like, was in a group go- like that, but we never got <laughs> laid. Hey was it a, so it was just a boy band. <laughs> There's just four dudes hanging out. We call yeah. sort ourselves of the pussy posse. <laughs>
0: Where's the pussy? I
1: don't know, man. Let's just fucking play Halo. <laughs> I think we should
2: uh <laughs> I think we should uh, do a second podcast with the three of us called the Pussy Posse. Pussy posse. <laughs> Where we talk about oh, all of the dozens of times we got late in our lives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not I me mean, uh, dozens, but uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, no total wait. between the three of Jesus. us. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
0: really slanging out there. These yeah. uh,
2: no, same woman 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I yeah so like, like well I wonder we'll with him though, like they're, I'm surprised – well, I'm, I'm a little not surprised that the Me Too stuff didn't come out because <laughs> it was kind of obvious that the Me Too stuff mostly was against ugly dudes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. very few ha- – like it was like – it wasn't until like people were starting to get it who didn't necessarily – like Aziz. No yeah. one would say Aziz is an ugly guy. And his his was like a super like shady situation where no one really took it seriously. But like
1: he's a normal, he's a good looking guy. He's that's what, not, I, but I,
2: that's what I mean though. He was like the first one who wasn't like a, a overweight white dude with a beard who who was in Hollywood because of their other qualities, not their – like Brad Pitt wasn't getting Me Too'd. Leonardo DiCaprio uh-huh. wasn't getting Me too There was no like knockout handsome actor getting Me too It was always like – it was Harvey Weinstein. It was that other director. It was a James Tomac or whatever. It was Louis. It was just a bunch of dudes. Uh, even – um, I know that – uh, what's his name? The actor uh, who got it in the 70s, I guess. Um, uh, shit. Meet the Fockers, not De Niro, the other guy. Uh,
1: and Pacino.
2: no, the fucking the other Hoffman? guy, the, yeah, Hoffman. Hoffman had like a very minor, and like that guy was never like a a, a stud. You know what I mean? Like it's so funny.
1: Yeah. It's so funny to go. I had to dust up with the Me Too movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and then Kevin Spacey, like everybody was like there were like a guy who. Like definitely use their caches to get women, not because they or, couldn't get them with their look
1: boys. or young boys or yeah. You in know.
2: the case of Kevin Spacey, young boys, I, Um you know, well, because right.
0: he so, wasn't even using cachet. Like, he was just grabbing people. Like, he was just grabbing... Yeah, that's, he, was that's,
1: he wasn't using his cachet. He was just using his bigger arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's just doing those force exercises the, the, the forearms. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, uh, the, the, sure Dustin Hoffman, the Dustin Hoffman one was weird because it was like... There's like a weird line where of, I guess the word would be verifiability or whatever, where it was it's just somebody who came out and was like, yeah, Dustin Hoffman was like, se- like se- sexually harassing me, I guess, in like in the makeup chair in 1971. It's like, how do you prove that? Like, you know what I mean? Who was like, who was there? Where was it? When was it? Like, it's just so hard to prove that. Like it basically like, like he didn't get in trouble but at the same time it's like, like he, he also said, hasn't really been in any movies
2: right yeah that's true
0: but he's old that's yeah.
2: Yeah, true but I, true, uh, but I, I wonder if it was like a forced exit you know what I mean
0: it could be but like he also doesn't like like Gene Hackman retired like years ago right and like right, right now you probably just realize that you haven't seen Gene Hackman in a movie for, for a while like sometimes yeah, Gene I just Hackman is
1: old as balls dude <laughs> He yeah. did a movie called Harper. Heartbreak- I mean, he's 91. He did a movie yeah. called Heartbreakers, and in that, I was like, this guy yeah. is going to die <laughs> mid-scene. And then that yeah. was 20 years ago. And now I'm like, oh That's shit, true. he's been 91 for 50 years. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean. What a legend. Gene Hackman is a legend.
2: What uh, a legend to just walk away and not like fucking do duke kimmel or fallon like he's gonna go play like hopscotch on fallon just to keep his image you know what i mean like he's like fucking dude i'm out i'm done fuck all of you i never want to talk to anybody again
0: dude i played rain man now i gotta fucking do the history of hip-hop with fucking jimmy fallon like this sucks yeah (laughs) like what how famous do i need to be
1: (laughs) you know what? that might be the most depressing person to join tiktok it would either be Gene Hackman or Jack Nicholson. If either of them joined TikTok, I would go, it's fucking over. These guys have been in like 15 classic movies and now they're on this fucking app. It would really yeah. make me hate. That,
2: that's why like, it. it's weird. Like We talked about it a long time ago, but it's weird that Will Smith and like – there's a lot of celebrities who have TikTok. It's like this just me. – you're trying to feed the fame machine. Like you're so scared yeah. You're so scared people are going to forget who you are. right? Or and you're just you're such not an – going
1: to forget who you are as long as Jada Pika Smith keeps running that bitch mouth. Jesus, bro. Well, also- <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't sure really have good. any vitriol toward her. It's just yeah. I know she's kind of a dickhead.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing on like Twitter. Like memes are always that she's like – just fucking rail, like embarrassing him constantly, like,
1: right? Just but talking about talk, talking about them them the personal book. life, yeah,
0: yeah. So I fuck everybody. I fucked the pool guy last week.
1: <laughs> and, you're
2: like, <laughs> and Will Smith, he wasn't, he wasn't totally cool with it, but he accepted it. And you're like, come yeah. on, you're making him like eat this, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, it's just crazy, and it reminds you that, like, wow, like it kind of does remind you, like. Whatever happiness or, like, I am enough, it just comes from within. Because if a guy like Will Smith can't feel enough for a, a woman mm-hmm. or a woman made him feel that way, then Jesus Christ. I mean, we're all kind of doomed, right?
0: Well, I mean, Will Smith is – you know, Will Smith has been famous for a long time, but he's been Will Smith forever. So 15-year-old Will Smith probably still – he probably still, like – is in there somewhere. Like, you know, we all have that moment where you just think of an embarrassing moment while you're brushing your teeth and you go, Ah man, that sucked. <laughs> like you know, where you just like where you were in a room full of people and you said Pisquetti on purpose wrong, and everybody thought you were a fucking idiot. <laughs> you just still remember it. Like, no, I meant to say it like that. And they all just like turn away uh, and continue yeah. the conversation
1: <laughs> this is yeah i remember one time saying trying to like be smart and i said fakad instead of facade and yeah. I just didn't know it was facade because I had yeah. only ever seen it written. So I was like right. oh he's putting up a facade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh wow. that I'm was when Brett and I
2: hung out last week he pulled that out and I had to correct him. <laughs> well, I know. Dude it's called <laughs> I mean, it's it's pronounced facade, you idiot <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, you like, know that's not true because <laughs> we're ain't hanging out with nobody. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Man, I'm trying. I want to come over and watch football with Wit. That's what I want to do. Um, uh, yeah, I know.
2: Yeah, I know. We talked about doing that, and then I think both of us got knocked out of Survivor leagues, and we're like, "Yeah, what's the point?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I won't be friends. Stay on topic. Will Smith or other oh. celebs or.
0: But I was just saying Will Smith is – like Will Smith still has his insecurities that he's been carrying since he was, you know, 13, 15. So like just because he's super successful doesn't mean he still doesn't have that. There's also –
1: His insecurities are like, oh, man, Wild West really was a bad choice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's had some legendary bad choices. I think we already talked about though. But with him, I think he's just a natural show off. So it could could just be – he finds joy in like doing things that are fun. Like he likes yeah. – like think about all the shit that this guy did. Like fucking like basketball, like hip-hop, acting, comedy. Like he did like – he does all the fun shit. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: What did he do in basketball? What? Well, he
2: just – like basketball was kind of centered. Like he did – a like there was a bunch of basketball shit in uh, Fresh Prince and then also uh, – I he did – I don't know. There's something to do with – Maybe I misremembered. <laughs> it's like
0: was, I know. It's no, like they no, no, all they all play basketball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude, in the opening credits, he's playing basketball on the street. No, but no, he was no, like a basketball like, yeah, culture. Like, like he's good at basketball, so like he shows you that he's good at basketball. Like yeah, in all of those cool. fresh. That is Will Smith, dude. That's like like in all of those opening things, all those all those episodes, and then there was also these these fucking NBA things he did. Uh, In like the early 90s, like uh, um, commercials and shit, like he was so proud of the fact that he was good at basketball, that he showed you he was good at basketball. That's -hmm. what he does. Hip hop, Mm -hmm. like everything. He just like he's just a show off kind of guy. So we might be sitting there going like this guy is so empty inside, but maybe he's just like, dude, I made this cool TikTok. Isn't that cool? I made this.
0: Yeah, maybe. I think he I just think he enjoys being cool like he's been the cool guy for so long that it's hard to you know when you're he's almost 50 i'm sure if not already there it's like you you see when you get to that age you just gotta like accept the fact that like you're just you're a dad like dads aren't cool in that same way like just just don't be cool anymore like it's okay to not be cool
1: they need to remake hitch but with hitch who like fucking Ava Mendez, who was the, she divorced him and now he's yeah. like, like, <laughs> like he doesn't have his groove on. Oh, yeah. that'd be amazing because you know like he's, I mean?
0: he's yeah. lost his mojo because he's, he hasn't practiced.
1: But all of yeah. his,
2: all of his pickup tactics are like, now they're me too So he's like, oh yeah. fuck, oh my <laughs> i got to change my so game funny. up. I got to learn how to be progressive now when I pick up women.
1: Yeah, that's he just amazing. goes up to a woman and he's like bad at it. He's like, I'm a Carxist, Car- uh, Marxist uh, <laughs> social uh, com. Uh, communist he's like trying to do it yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah but he's stuttering about I, I i capitalism's evil uh <laughs> you know it's a real thing by the way that a lot of men in brooklyn as i talk to you know youthful women a lot of young men their key to trying to get laid is broadcasting how, uh, oh, no. how kind of like a mix of how progressive and how like over capitalism they are. Yeah. I
2: did a bit um, about that like five years ago. So, well,
1: like- it's,
2: it's, it's the most predictable shit ever, dude. It's like all these like dudes are so transactional when it comes to their relationships with women that they're, they'll, they'll do and say anything to close the deal. They're like a salesperson.
1: You know so I'm like started,
2: it, yeah. if we're going if we're in this climate now where all of a sudden like it's it's like to be a feminist as a man is like a you know if you're not that it's a deal breaker of course they're going to fucking memorize a few fucking things to regurgitate
1: and stuff during a fucking
2: and then they're going to like act like they're being good people it's all to fucking close the deal that's all it's for
1: yeah i've started to tell uh people sometimes they like uh, even at like Like I like being unintentionally, but kind of unironically because it's a version of what I believe. Uh, Not that. You're like (laughs) – like I just – I've started – I like telling people that I'm an out-and-out capitalist. Like it's just like fun to say. (laughs) Yeah. I'm an out-and-out capitalist. As if
0: if that's somehow like – evil or or something. Meanwhile, they're buying, like, what are they doing? Are they, that's
1: what that's (laughs) that's (laughs) like, at least like, I, I am not, I am lazy. I, all I like anyone who acts like they care about these things. Like I, you know, do I really, do I actually care about these movements in terms of behavior? Any movement really? No, I'm really just mostly focused on my own shit. And I'm not even doing that well at that but at least you can recognize like the honesty of like in, in effect effectually, I kind of don't care. I do maybe conversationally or I, you know, I feel things, but like, I'm not going to act like, uh, like that's a huge part of my identity because it would be a lie because uh, I'm, I think most people live their lives, but would broadcast otherwise, either in conversation or certainly on social media.
0: That's one of my problems with I've never like truly got into like Bill Hicks. I appreciated his stand up uh, for what it was, but like there's some just the way he would like talk like, capitalism, fuck this and fuck that. And I'm like, really, dude, like you're like that all the time. You don't go to Walmart <laughs> to get shorts Or like (laughs) fucking shampoo when you need it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you reconcile being that guy and then also just having to do day-to-day life stuff that like you just have to do? And like you're you have to engage in capitalism in this country. I'm sorry. Like there's just no way around it. You just you have to do it just to for basic survival needs, unless you are completely unless you're Amish and just and even then they they do too.
2: I just feel like it's such a protected it's like a people do whatever they can to feel like they're immune from uh, from criticism or like it's it's and there's some of it's a cop out like I was talking to a guy who were debating about whatever political fucking thing and then he was I was like I was like I said something trying to like reach out and have like a platitude in a way I was like I was like listen man I'm like I'm sure we probably agree on like 85% of things we're both like left leaning people but, you know, this just this issue or something we're just we don't see eye to eye on. And he goes, I'm not a liberal. I'm a communist. Oh, and I'm man. like, I'm just yeah, like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck, you're just unreasonable because you get to be the thing that will never happen. So you your idea will never go into action yeah. to prove that it's just as bad as every other idea. And then you get to sit there and just act like all of us yeah. are so fucking stupid for not going along with the thing that, you know, you do. It's like if you if your religion was fucking witchcraft. You're, you know, you're like a wizard and you're like, well, if everybody did what I was doing, there would be no this, that, and the other. It's like, dude, no one's going to be wizards. You're being a fucking idiot.
1: It's, it's, that's 100% accurate. Especially how about you don't be any of them? How about you are more interesting than like, I'm a progressive or I'm yeah. a, like, how about be more interesting? Like, yeah. uh, just be more of an individual who doesn't buy into, I'm not yeah. even trying to sound like a 17-year-old who's like, oh, I don't like labels. But I kind of think <laughs> they're stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I really do think they're stupid. Oh, wait, can I tell you this quick story about uh, intentionally being a bit of a square at a place where it's just like, kind of fun <laughs> yeah. to do? So a couple weeks ago, I went to an event in New York called Bike Kill. Bike mm-hmm. Kill. Uh, my uh, roommate, you know, in the in all the punk scenes. Uh, Told me about it. Basically, a a bunch of the punk community takes over a block in Gowanus, and everyone just uh, bikes these – they bring all these crazy contraption bicycles, bikes that are eight feet high, bikes that instead of wheels, they have barrels, bikes that are three seats – metal scrap together. So three people can ride one bike together. Just all these bizarro. It's really visually stimulating. Cause like, wow, people metalwork to make these odd bizarro bikes just exist. And they're like yeah. pointless. You wouldn't ride them in the street, but for this one event, they're kind of fun to ride around this block and try and see if you can figure out how to maneuver it anyway. So it's all the punk kids there, right? It's just all, and everyone has these really cool aesthetics and uh i mean i'm i'm there I, you know i i was just wearing fucking j crew slacks probably banana republic <laughs> yeah. uh button down i got from my sisters at christmas yeah and i don't know if it was me but at one per, point i did hear someone yell if they were yelling at me i did hear them go go back to the suburbs bitch <laughs> and i'm pretty sure it was at me but here's what, uh, <laughs> me being a square is uh so someone lit off firecrackers, <laughs> and so then some. Uh, you know, some police came. Like I don't know, four or five officers walked in the middle of the block, <laughs> and. I just did it. I just went. Yeah, there we go. Boys in blue. Boys in blue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think there's anything less cool to say at the punk yeah. scene's event than boys in blue.
2: <laughs> Celebrating when the cops show up.
0: <laughs> you know what the fuck? I I fucking I hate all these little subcultures because they're so mm-hmm. like the whole culture of being punk is supposed to be like well, dude, we're outcasts and we're not like you know we're not the fucking we're the outcasts and we're shunned by society and we're different and weird so we come to a place where we can all be accepted and then the minute somebody who's not like them comes in fuck you go back to superbia you bitch but it's also like like you're you're not inclusive you fucks just Mm -hmm. like you are to like everybody else there's this great sorry i cut you off wait but i gotta there's this amazing it's not a great movie but it's called fighting with my family obviously i watched it because it's about wrestling uh it's uh <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called fighting with my family is directed by steven merchant who co-created the, the office. uk office yeah so so it's about this girl is a real life girl um named Paige or whatever she she's training to be a wrestler and all this stuff not important but the important thing is she goes to a wrestling school and there's like all these like hot like model girls and she's like a punky like tomboyish kind of girl and she's like she's just got a chip on her shoulder about them and like they don't accept her and all this stuff and they just don't like they're not nice to her or whatever and then mm-hmm. like halfway through the movie she's like they have like a spat between the hot girls and like and Paige, the tomboyish one and she's like you guys just never accepted me you guys were never nice to me and then they go like dude you never talk to us you never were nice to us and you've never like asked us anything about ourselves. And then you realize it's like, Oh, they weren't mean to her. She was just completely like in her own head the whole time. Just standoffish and standoffish to them the whole time. And then the whole, like it reframes the whole movie. And you're like, that's exactly what I think of them. It's like, Oh no, like you could be accepted if you just like open up a little bit instead of just being defensively uh, like, I'm so special. You wouldn't even get me. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: no, you're absolutely right. And I, I told any punk like I was like, you know what's punk rock? Being yourself. I
0: was <laughs> <laughs> you put an arm on their shoulder and <laughs> took them aside. <laughs> it,
1: it sounds like an after-school special. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but it just goes back to everything is like everybody, like they want to rage against, like the mainstream culture. And they want to like rage against every conventional thing. But yeah. then at the same time, they want to create a society where everybody is just like them. It's like, oh, you mean you need to, you want to make what normal people have? Like, it's the same thing. It's like, people don't realize how fucking, like, I remember on Facebook like years ago, like, it gotta be like 10, 10 years ago or something. I don't know. I got added in to this like atheist group on Facebook Oh, boy. And this is uh, gonna be the, the
1: least the, happy group of people ever. Oh, I know. <laughs> dude, this
2: atheist group was so fucking – it was oh, yeah. hysterical how they joined this atheist group and they're like – at the beginning, they're like, yeah, dude, fuck religion. Religion is the cause of all this shit and like let's just like hang out here and post all this shit. And it, it, then it like it devolved into – Dude, no one respects atheist. If you're an atheist, you need to put an A as your profile picture so we can spread the word about yeah. atheism. It's like, oh, so yeah. you want to make a church for your religion, <laughs> oh, yeah. you fucking yes. idiot. The yeah. whole point of being an atheist is you don't have to do stupid bullshit like that. You don't have to show up to places. You don't have to wear a thing. You don't have to fucking do a thing. You're, the whole point of it is to not do that.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> And the, that's just what everybody does. Everybody does that.
0: They just join a group and then and then they start breaking off in a little sext. Where it's like it's like exactly like that South Park episode. It's like we are the United Atheist Alliance. We are the Atheist Alliance United. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just so stupid. You're like how can he's like that can't be the true name of atheism? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> um, That's no, yeah, hilarious, it, it man. always happens. It always happens. It always devolves into that. And nobody has, and not nobody, but people just have such a limited perspective when it comes to that
1: Yeah, atheism. Most punks were cool, but there was one (laughs) time someone yelled at, I'm pretty sure it was at me and that's fine. Yeah. Um, Um, I think, you uh, you know what I told them? Hmm. I said, my daddy could buy your bike. <laughs> <laughs> Pee wee. <laughs> well, it's just funny. I it's think th- all of them have parents. Some of them have parents that are like probably fucking doctors and lawyers. And like, I know it's like, shut up. Yeah, I know.
2: Atheism was like the first, like the like atheists in the early two thousands were really big because everybody was still pretty much conventionally religious in some way or another. Mm-hmm. And then atheists kind of like started making a lot of good points about religion and stupidity and stuff. But those people like started to get some shine. And I remember I was one of them. I was like very much like anti-religion. And then at some point it got so like just so annoying you know what I mean? Like atheists yeah. became like like the fucking guy at the bar who acts like he just knows more than everybody or something. Like yeah. they just became so grandiose and, and – just mm-hmm. not grandiose but more just like obsessed with the sound of their own voices and like yeah. just making all these points. And mm-hmm. then like there was no resistance to their points anymore and that, it was just like embarrassing. Now if you're like an atheist, it's almost embarrassing Because, like, as someone who's never been religious ever, I don't even call myself an atheist anymore because I don't want to act like I'm one of those, like, annoying members of society.
1: Right, right. If you've ever unironically mocked someone and used the term spaghetti monster in the sky, you're a fucking (laughs) piece of shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you fucking suck. Because atheists also think like that that brand of atheism also thinks they're funny yeah so it's not like they're fucking hilarious because they're above a religion completely yeah Yeah, but here's what's so fucking hilarious also about atheism and people who are anti-christianity or generally anti-religion i mean generally speaking super liberal like the some forms of liberals act like uh christianity is like evil and it's like you know ruining america or or just bad but yeah there's also this it's not congruent with some classic liberalism because they only extend that to white christianity uh that, that disdain but like black christianity they're They would never touch it.
0: They're just sitting there like... "Eh." "Eh."
1: Sing it, sister.
2: They're singing other songs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no. I'll be honest. I've actually noticed myself where I'm like... I've had like Mormons at my door and I've been like, get the fuck off my fucking property I don't own. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, like I've also – then I've had like uh, Church of Latter-day Saints, like elderly black women, and I'm like, oh, God bless. Thank you so much. <laughs> sure, I'll take a pamphlet. Yeah. You know? Do you have some literature? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pray for you. I don't yeah. pray. Why yeah. do I say that? Um, it's – yeah. But it's it,
2: just, so
1: yeah. yeah. So it's – and maybe it's partially that they're old, but I partially think it's that they're old and black. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what but I there was mean? A, it's a myth. a
2: yeah, there was a time where it felt like America was this like heavily Christian country yeah. where everybody went to church. And like I grew up in an area where most people went to church. So like being an atheist in a time like that, it, it meant something more, I guess. Yeah. Now it's like if, if I know someone who goes to the church, I'm kind of like, that's weird. They go to church. Yeah, I, yeah, like if, if you yeah, go to church and you're person. not old, if you're a young person who goes to church, I'm like, that's oh, fucking huh. weird, dude. All <laughs>
0: that's, right. Yeah. That's That's well, just I mean, weird. It was, it was different. Like the religious right were like in 2000 to 2000, like Bush era, you know, yeah. like the religious right had kind of the cultural majority in that way. Right. Like, like they were the ones that would get you canceled. And so we talk about this all the time, but like, so now like being an atheist is like, I don't know. I don't know who you're preaching to at this point. Like, it's yeah. just like who are you trying to reach? It, I was just thinking about this. It was like, you know what? Sorry, Christian, go ahead. No, I was just, I was just going to actually make your point.
1: The only, you can, the only way you can call yourself an actual atheist, like who are you preaching to, is if you go on a missionary trip to Africa yeah. and you go to all these villages and you go, guys, there is no God. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like if you're yeah. actually going to a third world countries to be like, there is no God. I know you have to cling to religion because you know, the world has given you an impossibly yeah. challenging life circumstance to deal with. But I want to let you know, yeah. don't have hope because yeah. there is no god. <laughs>
0: and they're like, wait, there's no god? Take his money. <laughs> no consequences. <laughs> but I was I was just thinking it would be funny if like you know how there's like Christian comics? Like, what if there's like yes. atheist like atheist comedy night? Oh. <laughs> like, I bet you could like, you know how annoying that would be. An hour, of
2: that? <laughs> dude, there'd be no punchlines. It would just be yeah. Bill Hicks rants. <laughs> there'd be like three jokes in the yeah. entire goddamn thing.
1: That's the, yeah, man. Oh, That's yeah. hilarious. So yeah, obvious. one of the other things, Brad, when you
2: said "spaghetti <laughs> flying spaghetti monster in the sky" or whatever, you know what the another equivalent of that is that really b- bothers the fuck out of me is when people who don't like sports call all sports sports ball. Oh, oh, oh my, my. god, that's the oh, hackiest, the most dismissive. It's, it's so- like, oh, dude, oh, what's the number one show on literally five networks? Oh, NFL football. Yeah, you're right. Sports is stupid. He sports. sports. It's yeah, right. your. Yeah, you're right. It's like it's so many people love sports. It's stupid. It's,
1: it's stupid. It's Idiots. also like, Hey, you're 34. You should know the term basketball. Do yeah. You know what yeah. I mean. Uh, I mean, I know they, but it's like they because they think they're funny and like that was funny once when Andy Samberg did it. Uh, right. But like, I actually was thinking about this the other day. People, because my, my roommate's not into sports, and I know we talk about how like divisive uh, religion or race or whatever can be uh, just in terms of divisive in terms of like life experience. But I will tell you what: people who are into sports and people who are not into sports, dude, we live in two different Americas. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Like, I was, I, I just asked. I asked my roommate. I go, all right, dude. Can you name the most famous basketball player alive right now, currently playing? Just, do you know his name? Yeah. And he goes. He goes Lamar, and I go no. <laughs> Just
2: one first name, Lamar. Yeah. That's it. Oh,
1: and, he, and then he goes, I go. LeBron, that's kind of
2: racist like, to be like. Yeah. That's like, like uh, I don't, I don't know, Dwayne, uh, yeah. Deshaun, Octavius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said Lamar, and I go LeBron, and he goes LeBron, and I go What's his last name? And he goes Jacobs, and I, in my head, I'm. like, <laughs>
0: Um, no, you're trying. Like no, you're no, trying. No, I'm saying he's trying to be that dude.
1: No, uh, well, here's the thing. He kind because he's actually not like a hipster douche. He just exists in his own world, right. and it's funny because he can't name. He knows nothing about sports, but this good dude could tell you anything about American interventionalism in foreign countries. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like what he's so informed on, but it's just crazy to me. And then I go, this is what I said. I go, all right, scrap that. I want you to name five athletes, five athletes, all time, any sport, any any era. I don't care when they existed." (laughs) Yeah. And here's what he said. And I'm not making this up. He starts uh, naming,
0: like, Cal Ripken. Like, really (laughs)
1: really unique ones. Precky. You guys know what that is. I go, five athletes. All time. And he goes, uh, okay, number one, O.J. Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh
2: (laughs) <laughs> hey, as somebody who doesn't like sports, that's a very fair first choice. <laughs> well,
1: it makes sense because this guy never watches a single sport for a moment, doesn't read a headline right. of sports, and it makes sense that the most famous athlete that he would know about is a guy who was part of a cultural event that, uh, you know, unfortunately his wife was murdered by right. uh, someone we yeah. haven't found out who it was yet, um... But it's just like that; just made me laugh so fucking hard. He didn't even name. You know, Michael that's a great Jordan. point. I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I think
2: that the universal most known athlete all over the world is Michael Jordan. But yeah. that's a great. I think number two is OJ Simpson. Doesn't he <laughs> yeah. have to be? Because if he's you think not about, known for if you think about, yeah, but it's just like if you think about an athlete who, like Michael Jordan's reach is is unparalleled in terms of yeah. his branding. Like he literally was the biggest athlete in the sport. He put the sport. Like, he raised the profile of the sport, like, the shoes, the branding, the movie, like, everything Michael Jordan. O.J. Simpson had a smaller version of that because he was, he was doing movies and commercials and stuff. He never had that type of branding. But then he went and did – he murdered his wife <laughs> and then he got away with it. So, like, he fucking – like, his profile in terms of just name recognition, like, what other athlete has more – Kobe Bryant, maybe Kobe Bryant might be the only one who who you could talk about because he died young too. Yeah, Other than I mean, Michael I mean, Jordan I mean, yeah. and Kobe Bryant, because it's not an American, it's like not Tom Brady because no one ar- around the world no, really gives a fuck about the.
1: it would be Cristiano Ronaldo or Leo Messi, but uh, maybe MJ. No no, 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 no.
2: But but you say that because soccer is the biggest sport. But in places where like I would say Michael Jordan's name goes farther than Messi's name in the terms of. Like I would say if
1: probably he, yeah yeah it's a, so he's, like he's a, he's a shoe brand so yeah yeah I think so. and
2: it's like if you it's like if I ask my mom about Michael Jordan she knows shit about Michael Jordan she doesn't know anything about Messi you know what I mean like yeah, but
1: that's also a that's because Cristiano Ronaldo is like he, Cristiano Ronaldo has the most followers on Instagram of anyone just period of any celebrity. Right. And he has it by like a hundred million. It's something crazy like that. But again, my he mom wouldn't know, know who he is. The point, remains, the point remains, you should be able to name he like struggled. He got I think he got MJ next, and then he was like uh he's just kind of like, oh fuck. And I was like, you w- can't, like what <laughs> what world do you live in? Meanwhile, it he can name like a guy who played one show stand-in base for the Smiths in 1983. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) People
0: are wired differently. People are
1: (laughs) wired differently.
0: It would be funny if he's just naming like – Famous Negro League players or something. <laughs> He's like Satchel Paige. Uh,
1: you know, you know, you know the. Uh, I, I, you know, I hope it's okay to say it because it is. It was the polite term at one point. Yeah. The the, the Negro League was a famous baseball league, and that was mm-hmm. you know what it was known as. And it was actually it's it's kind of relevant for me because Kansas City is home to the uh, like National Negro League Baseball Hall of Fame. And, but I've had friends visit and they're like, "Well, what, you know, what should I check out? And, um, I don't know what to call it I'm like oh it's just uh, like the black guy baseball museum like does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that, you know what I mean because I'm like yeah. I don't know if I am allowed I don't What's know it? I don't want to say uh, that word
0: the uh, N word hall of fame
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <N-word> <laughs> <league>. <laughs> yeah it's a hall of fame for the N words yeah it's just go there <laughs> um,
1: the, yeah because it, it does sound worse to go the N word baseball hall of fame yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> If you call
2: if you call the N word Hall of Fame, if you call like the Civil Rights Museum that, then you're definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, definitely yeah. crossing a line. But I that, that is, I, you know, like I, I there's Mark Barron had a podcast last week about cancel culture. I don't know if you guys heard it. Uh, It was basically like – it was really interesting. It was like about the history of comedy in the context of them pushing back about what you're allowed to say. So like they – like there's a historian, uh, Cliff Nostaroff, who wrote a bunch of comedy books about history and stuff and he's like a comedy historian and stuff and he – like he he basically – there's like quotes from – you know, like, uh, comedians in the 40s going, like, oh, they won't let us do Irish jokes. What's next? No, they don't let us talk about colored people. What's next? We're not allowed to say anything anymore. Like, we used to be able to do that joke back in 1921, and now we can't do it anymore. You know, like, the same kind of context of today. So it kind of puts this into perspective of, like, um, this is not anything new in in a lot of ways. It's, like, Mm -hmm. uh, so, cancel culture or whatever. But, I don't think – his main thesis was basically – it was more of like a context basically. was that comedy isn't under attack any more so or any less so than it's ever been in history. And comedians always say this shit and it's clearly not a real threat. And I would say that's definitely true. I don't think comedy is under threat from cancel culture. But I do think cancel culture has done something to society where people are like – of, like, you're not allowed to say the name of the name of the museum. You know what I mean? Like, it's the, mm-hmm. the name is written yeah. on the wall. It's the Negro Museum, the Baseball Museum or whatever. And I and you look at it and you go, I can see it. I can tell someone about it, but I can't use the name of it. You know, and like, it, isn't that – it like a a
1: disrespectful
2: Of name, course, like, of course. I mean,
1: obviously people at some point in America use that word derogatorily, but – and right. It's, it's even relates to like the NAACP is the uh, it's the North American Association for the advancement National
2: advancement, of advancement National
1: Advancement for, for, for the colored, association people, of colored people for yeah. colored people and colored like people. obviously it was founded probably in the era where colored people was the polite Good term culture. yeah. Um, which well, is what I think what, we need yeah. to just say, all right, we're locking in the term at black. It is <laughs> yeah, not offensive to yeah, say I black. Know. It's kind of yeah. a little weird to sometimes say African-American, especially when like that dude is from his family's from Jamaica. So why are we calling right. him African-American? Right. right. Um, but, uh, so we're just locking in black. Black is chill. Yeah. Everyone relax. It's not a big, you know what I mean? Cause is yeah. that, are we in 15 years? I think to be like, Whoa, he said black. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's uh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's like Negro
2: like- is a word that's so old too. It's like, no one really uses that in popular usage today. And certainly as hell, nobody uses it as like a disparaging remark. Like the only time I ever hear it is like when someone says like United Negro college fund or like, like, you know, something the Negro league in baseball or something. And you're like learning about history. Yeah. So like, to me, the context know. of it is never anything derogatory or negative and stuff. And So anyway, so if somebody just says the word, the name of a museum out loud and someone else is like, you can't say that, I think like that's ridiculous. So while comedy doesn't isn't under attack, I do feel like. You're bound to get some shit if you said that on a loud enough platform from people
1: on the internet. So, I, it's funny. I like the idea of a cancel culture going after the United Negro College Fund. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shut (laughs) down. Shut down. You hate
0: mongers. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like they're like helping send, I I don't know, like probably underprivileged black kids (laughs) to college. That fucking word. It's just white people.
0: Yeah. It's weird because Negro was like a the like black intellectuals if you look at like old writings they're like the american negro needs to or like whatever it is right and like even now it's changed that like african-americans and even now like if you listen to like certain black intellectuals like they've kind of taken the phrase black folks like like if you watch like bill maher or something they're like black folks in america are tired of whatever it is yeah and that's like a a weird one that like got co-opted by like I guess there there was that documentary about like James Baldwin a couple of years ago, and then like I feel like his he used black folks in his writings probably for a good reason, and he probably even had like a definition of like we should start calling black people black folks because X Y and Z. Uh, maybe I'm just I don't know I'm just speculating, but like yeah. it's been it's been co opted and used by like people i've heard in interviews and stuff and i'm like where did that that come from black
1: folks. always saying folks
0: black folks like specifically huh. black folks it's like it's like branding it's weird it's uh yeah i don't get it
1: um yeah man i uh you know but
0: um one thing i, I did want to say it's like i would argue that like the difference between then and our comedy always then and now or is the ability for people is the internet? It makes it so different. It's like it's like exponentially different because of the ability of people to swarm so quickly.
1: That's true, with no effort, and also yeah. things right. exist forever. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. They, if if people so choose to, it's just easy to copy paste, save that link.
2: Yeah. It's also part screen. of it is, and the point of the podcast was they actually went back and showed legitimate versions of censorship and stuff and Maren's point was censorship always comes from uh, corporations or the government. Uh, It's one or the other but I would argue that before that was all before social media and I would almost say that the third branch is social media because you can like social media is where it's like like back then the corporations would you you said fuck on tv so they would cut it from the air and sent, quote unquote censor you it was never that obvious it was always like you know somebody made a comment about vietnam and they didn't but the reason for the the, the corporations censoring you was because they were worried about the public backlash from you yeah. saying that on their network so if you said that on their network the public would get mad at the network for letting it be on the air and so, not by you know? Right. So like all of the corporate censorship was basically done so to protect the, you know, the the American consumer. class or whatever you want to say, the consumer. Mm-hmm. Like it was all done right. because they were afraid of the negative consequences of pissing off every human being watching the thing. So with social media now, it's very clear when people are upset and it's like, I would say like you know, back then it was like this, the religious people, it was like the, you know, the decent Americans who live decent lives and good church going Christian people who don't like naughty words and don't like you saying bad things about the government. Like that was the driving force of society. And now the driving force of society is like the, the woke people. And now they've become their own version of evangelical people. And they're like the book burners. They're the censors because. It's not just people say, well, comedians have the right to say what they want to say, but people who criticize them have a right to say what they want to say too. But it's not just that. It's not they. It's not like they write a blog about how they hate Chappelle or they tweet about how they hate Chappelle. They literally are like trying to get his special pulled off the air. They're like that's mm-hmm. their goal, their mission statement.
1: Yeah, so I feel like there's such an isolated small group. Like I no, even, but you're, you know you're I mean, sure,
2: but yeah. I'm sorry, but you're, not I'm, wrong,
1: but you're not wrong. They're still trying to strong arm. And because yeah, they, and it, they can make yeah. the group feel bigger than it is, because it's uh, yes. Twitter, because of Twitter. Um,
2: but yeah, it's like it's life. one thing to protest to protest something you don't like, but it's another thing to try to get that thing removed from society. That's when you become a censor. That's when you become someone who is trying to quote unquote cancel somebody for their thing. So like. That yeah. that's where a big distinction I have with cancel culture is like sure cancel culture has always been around if in theory if you think about it but nowadays like Christian said with the internet and also just the the new modern kind of um, the approach and the 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 change in the zeitgeist I mean is like a a big thing that needs to be considered in that argument too.
1: Can I? This is like slightly related. Yeah, we all feel like old men sometimes when we look at certain values or certain <laughs> things that are. Let me just give you the example. All right, so you know how everyone puts their pronouns in their bios, or not everyone, but some. Some yeah, people, some very people annoying people. From, yeah, some <laughs> folks do. Um, yeah, you know what's annoying me about when some people who do it, I'm get. I don't like when people put she slash they. I'm like, how the fuck do you get two? Do yeah. people do that though? Am is I, that real? Yes. Have you seen people I haven't like seen listen? That, but- there are sometimes in some bios they put she slash they, and I'm like, no, you get fucking one. I <laughs> you don't get a fucking take. Do you what? you're a woman and non gender. What? How does that work? You, you pick a pick one of the th- the ones and be stick with it. Have you not this, seen that? Is that I've never is, seen that, no, but it wouldn't surprise me if I simplified- never seen that.
0: Is that to signify, like, sometimes I feel like a she and most of the times I feel like a they?
1: I, it's prob- probably, which is like, that's fine, but... But wouldn't
0: that be just they, them? It's uh, like, it's exactly what I was talking about before, is the United Atheist Alliance <laughs> and the Atheist Alliance Assembled. It's like, it's just another sect of, it's like, well, uh, you know, well, I'm binary. It's like, well, I'm super binary.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be like where I'm just a bigot because I really just feel like, <laughs> I, it's just like, that's a society moves in a, such a pr- way that I'm just, I'm what my grandfather was to with black people and gay people. Like, it's <laughs> just going to be like, When I'm 75, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to call them Bug. Fuck them. They they can have their own (laughs) schools if they want to be called Bug. Like, that's going to be me. Like, (laughs) because I just don't understand it and it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to me that you can just not have a gender and then simultaneously have 17. Like, it's like either gender (laughs) matters or it doesn't matter. That's right. But – it's like it's one or the other. If gender doesn't matter, then you, then there isn't 17 genders. It doesn't matter at all. No, it doesn't matter. G- Let's just make gender not anything then. Or you're making it matter so much that like you hate when people label you, but then you create a thousand labels, like Christian's old joke. Uh, but, uh, you know, so it's like th- this happens all the time where I'm just like I'm just it's it's exactly what we said before, like Christian said just now with the atheist thing with like the people who. You know, start the punk rock festival, and then you know it's 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 just like it's just it's just like so. No, I I I hate all of it, and I'm just like not a member. I don't participate.
1: So you know how it started at LGBT LGBT. It was LGBT, and you go, okay, Mm -hmm. I know those four are lesbian, gay, bisexual, uh, transgender, and then they add LGBTQ, right? And Christian Mm -hmm. has that hilarious joke, which it does stand for queer. It doesn't stand for questioning cuz it uh, did stand
2: for questioning and then they changed it to queer. But somebody it queer,
0: somebody yeah, explained because, it to me. Yeah, like somebody explained that it, it used to be questioning then it's queer. I, like it just changed a bunch.
1: Yeah. Or, oh, and then and then it became LGBTQIA. Yeah. And then there, it became LGBTQIA+. And you know when they did that, you know what I thought? Oh, shit. They launched a streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, oh, I think, well, here we uh, get the uh, – 599. The, get you LGBTQIA+. <laughs> <plus.
1: laughs> Today is LGBTQIA plus day. Yeah.
2: But like that community can just keep fighting because like the people who are like – don't just make me a plus. I'm an I. Put the I no, back in there. No, like, you know no, what they, I mean?
1: They're going to go, I'm not a plus. I'm a minus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm an so. integer.
2: Just put that in there. Put a put
1: the <laughs> – lo- Oh, God. I love being 59. I love <laughs> – I don't think we are 59. I think it's fair to make these jokes about LGBTQIA+. And I, uh
0: I think if you live on Twitter you would think everybody's like that but percent in, in 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 reality most people are just kind of watching it go by and just trying to live trying to get through life and this is kind of what I was what we were talking about before about like um just you know you're just trying to get through your days and just trying to like not participate or just or the capitalism talk we were doing before mm-hmm. it' was just like yeah I just engage in capitalism because I have to because that's it's just life. I was um, in an Uber in uh, L.A. And this guy was uh, a really nice guy. And he's just he's driving me from like Target where I picked up a bunch of like bottled waters. And you capitalist off- pig.
2: You exactly, shot that Target.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then he's talking to me. Uh, he's he, I get into his Uber. He's like, oh, I have bottled water if you want. I was like, oh, no, thanks. Whatever. So we start tr- uh, driving. And then he's pointing out like the rows and rows and rows and rows of tents full of homeless people in L.A. And he's like, yeah, it's a problem, and all this stuff. So we start going back and forth about all the world's problems and the U.S.'s problems and all this stuff. And we're just talking about like the environment. And like, we both came to the conclusion. I, I was about to have a baby. He had two kids, and we're both just like, like you want to do something, but like at the same time, you're like, dude, I like, I'm just trying to get through my days and like just give my kids the best life, right? It's like uh-huh. I still have to engage in some ways. And I'm like, like yeah, I'm like, I want to do something about the environment, but like, look at me, I'm just like. I'm literally holding a 40 pack of bottled water right now. Hey, and then he goes, dude, I just offered you a bottled water. Like we're both like, we just had this realization of just like, we both know what's bad and what's going on, but yet we still have to engage in it. Like just because we, you know, we're just trying to get through our days,
1: man. Cause you're thirsty.
0: Yeah, I'm thirsty, and I need the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know your, I know your wife is like, if it's not Fiji, don't even get. Put in the <laughs> yeah.
2: But that, that's the funny thing is like there is a there's a a boxed water company that makes like, you know like the cartons that you used to have in 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 class, in a school with a, of the milk that opened up like the triangle at the top and you flipped yeah. it open or whatever. There's like a boxed water company that makes the boxed waters. Mm. And, th- and the whole idea is yeah because this shit is biodegradable and recycle like, like
0: yeah. this
2: is way better for the environment to make it out of box and every time I walk by it and I get a Dasani or something or like because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm like I want to see the water to make sure it's real dude yeah. like, <laughs> I don't trust your box like I don't trust that it's just in there dude like, water. I, need, I, need, <laughs> like I, I don't like I know that I'm supposed to get the other one I know it I know it's Better for the world, but like the fucking Poland Springs, like I know that it's water. I see no, it. There's nothing be, up.
1: Let's be real. That Fiji label, though, that shit is <laughs> nice. that, You know that Fiji label where you're like, yeah. man, I, this is a good looking label, bro. It looks yeah, like a nice, perfect. Fish meanwhile,
2: tank. they they just fill up the bottles of Fiji with fucking tap water from New Jersey, and no one knows yeah. the difference.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's it's that's so funny i I, you know i don't trust what's in the box i can't see it
0: (laughs) but to you know but to relate that back to the the other point it's like i think a lot of people are just you know we we look at these conversations about identity and stuff and we see the outrage that happens and but i think ultimately more people are like yeah i don't know (laughs) like just stand on the sidelines and just kind of like look at it and maybe don't aren't that outspoken about it um, about the things that we see and that we don't agree with. And just,
1: uh, yeah. Cause not uh, that we don't agree doing.
0: with, yeah, yeah. As you were just like, I don't have, you know, I don't have the hours in the day to like participate in this discussion of, you know, uh, I don't have the time to figure out if I'm binary no? <laughs> yeah, or like, <laughs> or like participate in your identity.
1: Yeah, and right. Christian, I can assure you, you're incredibly non-binary. Thank um, you. You know what I mean, which is a compliment.
0: <laughs> I'm uh, glad I give off those vibes. <laughs> like you don't know what I could be.
1: Um. Yeah. Most people are living lives, raising kids, and just just trying to fuck.
0: Yeah, dog. Just out here trying to get laid, trying to get some, trying to be part of the pussy posse, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's uh, and roll. Uh, yeah. <laughs> podcast. yeah. The Pussy 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 Pussy. worldwide. There's one last thing I wanted to talk about, and we talked about it just before the podcast. I don't know how oh, because you were saying that my camera is my room is very dark. I look very silhouetted. Um, there's a real life superhero a couple years back in Seattle who's like it's basically the movie kick ass. Like it's just a guy who's like, he's kind of qualified. I guess he's like an MMA fighter who just decided to become a, like, uh, like vigilante and stop crime in the streets of, uh, Seattle. He goes by the name Phoenix Jones. You can Google him, look him up. He's got an outfit. It's, he looks like spawn kind of his outfit. It's like, uh, black and gold. But the reason I bring this up was because, uh, Brett said, I look like a super villain and, uh, One time he went on, like, the news, like, the Seattle local news with, like, I think one or two other guys who decided to dress up, too. And they're just, like, they're being interviewed on the local news about, like, yeah, we're here to stop crime and blah, blah, blah. We're the fucking superhero squad now (laughs) and all this stuff. And the news is just humoring them. And I was like, God, I wish I could just cut into their feed. (laughs) Just, like, (laughs) threaten them, like, Hello, super! <laughs> Hello, super dweebs! <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I <I've- laughs> I put ten bombs all over the city. <laughs> you can find them if you wish. <laughs> oh,
2: fuck. Dude, that just—that's that's so hilarious. funny. My thought immediately goes to like how impractical it would be to be a superhero because. How do you find a woman getting mugged? You know what I mean? Like (laughs) the happenstance of that situation where you're just happen. Like how many times in your life have you seen somebody doing a violent crime to somebody else that you felt like you could intervene to help? Like never, (laughs) you know, like an exception of of, like being at a bar when a fight at a bar breaks out or something, Yeah. which like, there's no good guy or bad guy in that situation. It's just two drunk idiots. Like, I don't even know how you would practically be a superhero. Like, Like, I feel like there's, and then without the powers, like you would like flying is almost essential to cover the ground that you would need to like.
0: be. Well, he was Jones reports being stabbed with a knife while trying to intervene with a drug dealer and a resident. Which is probably funny. He was probably like trying to stop somebody from buying weed. <laughs> They're like, dude, chill, <laughs> like, you idiot. <laughs> like, like fucking, Come on, man.
2: He's like, drugs are bad for you, son.
0: <laughs> and in a bitter twist of irony, he was arrested in, uh, on January 9, 2020 for allegedly selling MDMA to an undercover police officer. <laughs> And this is going to be the hackest thing I say, but it's so appropriate. You either die a villain or
2: yeah.
0: you die a hero
1: or live longer. Enough to see well,
2: how the hell on. do you think you afford that leather costume, dude? You need, you need to make some money, they are, dude.
1: They are expensive. Yeah. Oh man, that's fucking hilarious. God cutting into the feed that just like cutting try, into the
0: feed would be so them think
1: they get to live their chat like the fantasy. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh <laughs> man
1: dumb, like lightning bolt outfit. Yeah. It's <laughs> I it's I, Thunderman. <laughs>
0: My favorite part of that is just calling them super dweebs. <laughs> like, this, the dumb like villain insult. <laughs> All right, but anyway, that's enough out of me. Um, I think that's good. You guys uh, got anything?
2: Uh, subscribe to my email list, uh, thenickwitmer.com, for all updates and videos and all those good things, all the good stuff that I make. You'll be able to get it immediately, and Hell you'll get yeah. discounted comedy tickets to anything that I do. So, um, yeah, thenickwitmer.com.
1: Hell yeah, rig. Uh If anyone is listening this far and you are a Kansas City resident, I'm going to be headlining the Kansas City Improv. That's right. Nice. A proper club on Sunday, December 26th, the day after Christmas nice TME for tickets, if you are can't see Resident you listen as far as DM me I'll send the link or it's on their website but yeah
0: very cool very 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 sick go get those tickets uh christiancomedy.com for all your christian Dren needs dates are available King Latifah my album is streaming on all streaming platforms so check that out guys thank you so much like share subscribe rate and review this shit so we can keep doing it my friends guys thanks so much see you next week peace